might read last Sunday talk about uh, the cliff. And I think maybe not the exact words, but maybe she said, well, what do you fear? And name that fear and lift that fear up to God. And you maybe did that uh, just uh, in the back of your mind on a piece of paper or before, before God, and you lift those up. And because there's many things that uh, we're fearful of, you know, the, uh, the cliffs uh, and, and how we approach that. Well, this morning we want to talk again about, in, in the book of Ruth, in particular verses 11 and 12, and how her faithfulness was rewarded. Looking, I think, in particular verses 11 and 12, that's in front of you, and if you want to follow along as part of the message in your outline, you can see that one here, and follow along and fill it in if you like. Uh, but there's verse 11. I'm going to read it to you again. Though I said, I've been told. So you know what? There's gossip going around. I've been told, though I've heard, I've been told all about what you have done. So this fruit was the person that does things and the doer. What you have done for your mother-in-law of all people since the death of your husband. Just in that one sentence alone, we have grief, we have sacrifice, we have work, and you have gossip going around. And he goes on and said, and how you left your father and mother in your homeland and came to live in the country you not know. So not only did she experience all kinds of change in her personal life, you might say she was on a cliff and she was walking this path in a place that she'd never been before. Moving away from mom and dad. Moving away from her homeland. And he goes on and says, that now you're living with the people that you don't even know. Now that takes faith. That's walking the cliffs. Now that thinks, what happens next? That's the cliffhanger, right? When you watch a movie or see a show, and, and there's a lot of shows on TV, whether it's Netflix, other places where it seems like you have to watch the next show, and the next show, because always have that last part that says, come back next week, or the next episode, you'll find out what happens to man, to woman, to, to them, to the situation, to, to the world. You don't know. There's anxiousness, there's fear. But what we find out about Ruth, she had some amazing qualities. First quality I see in your outline is hard work was a part of her life. Hard work yields God's blessing. Because of her faithfulness, because of her duty, because of her, because of her obedience to her, her mother-in-law, because of the work out of the field, that, that she was blessed by God. Ruth worked diligently. Work boots, not glass slippers, fit Ruth the best. That's why we have the boots up here. These are my father-in-law's. These were his when he had horses and different other things and worked on the farm. These are my father-in-law's work boots. And then Amory and I were looking around. Actually, she didn't work and I did. We couldn't find any glass slippers, so we found this. You probably my grandmother had one just like this. <laughs> and I thought it was a king dish or what. But the class of well, mine's the glass slipper. The, the fairy tale 
that Ruth wasn't living a fairy tale. She was working hard. She was working to, to care for her mother-in-law. She was working to survive in a foreign land. She was working. She was walking the cliff. And who knows what fears she had in her life. Well, I've heard this quote on TV, and I don't know exactly said on TV, so I said nothing. But this person said, my father said there's two things to be successful. Preparation and hard work. Well, I, when we look at our American culture, when we look at uh, how we live today and work at it, uh, I can do that. That's very simplistic, I understand, but, but in some ways it is. You're preparing to work and then working the plan. So this father gave the son advice preparation and hard work. We don't know much more about Ruth than she was very loyal. She was a hard worker. And this hard work, really, in the end, allowed her to be blessed by God. Well, you know, when you look at 1 Corinthians and Paul, and maybe I've used this name too often, but it's a good reminder for us 1 Corinthians 3, verse 8. The one who plants and one waters has one purpose. And they will each be rewarded according to their members. You know, there's, there's people that they're dedicated to planting. There's other people dedicated to, to watering. And then later in other verses, you may know the words already. Uh, but God allows it to grow. God provides growth. But loyalty to those who water and plant. Paul saw that. Doing his thing his way, Barnabas Saul doing it his way, but together, each person doing their part, each doing their work, the, the fruit that is produced is produced with God's blessing. So, hard work, preparation, and planting the seeds at the appropriate time produces labors that are rewarded. Well, the second thought is as we look at uh, hard work moving into faithfulness. Faithfulness leads to a good reputation. We, I talked to you about the, the gossip that Boaz was scared about. Well, this was this was good gossip. It was such a thing uh, that he was hearing about this Ruth and her faithfulness to, to the mother-in-law. All these things, and and in this field, it just happened to be Boaz's field, and she was rewarded. And because of her good reputation. But that goes back to that fairy tale story. A faith story is better than a fairy tale story. Bill has a word Bruce faithfulness. Fairy tales are fun to read to your children, and we wish we would have a fairy tale of life, but Life is real, life is mean sometimes, and, and but life is very fragile, and God says, how do you live in this world in faith? That's why I want to mention to you is that uh, that we have to know where God's working in my life, in your life. And and the other handout in, in your bulletin today talks about how can I share my faith, or do, do you know your God's story? Do you know your God's story? And this little sheet helps you to put together a one-minute, two-minute 
you might say, God's glory for your own life and how God transformed you and how you showed your faithfulness. The important question of faith sharing is, what is it about the story of my relationship with Jesus Christ that can help my neighbor, my friend, my co to draw closer to God? How have you been transformed? How have you drawn closer to God? That's your God story. And then to help you start that story, maybe you see Jesus as one of those squares or rectangles. That you see Jesus as a friend, you see Jesus as a wrestler, you see Jesus as a teacher. You list them all there. I know when I was a child, when I was a young person, I saw Jesus as a friend. And then out of that friend relationship, I saw God work in my life. I got many God stories that God's worked in my life. And, and if you begin to know what your God story is, your faith story, I believe you're going to find out I was faithful. I was blessed. I do have something to share. God is working in my life. So this outline helps you to find that God story for yourself. Instead of having it back here somewhere, being right in the front, right before you, God is working in me. Well, I heard the Dean Turner, and I'm listening really a short story, but uh, there's one line from the story it says, uh, Grandmother said to her granddaughter, You need three bones. You need a wishbone, a jawbone, and a backbone. But the grandmother asked the question to the grandmother, what do I need to do to be successful? What do I, the granddaughter asked the grandmother, but she looked up to the grandmother, what do I need to do to be successful? And the grandmother said, you need a wishbone, jawbone, and a backbone. Wish. Dream great dreams, the grandmother said. Jawbone, set your course on the straight and narrow and never leave. Jawbone. Backbone, you can't have a testimony without a test. That's why we need these three bones. Wishbone, the jawbone, if you don't have a God story, then where is God? If you, don't have a, if you don't have a test, how can you have a testimony? So, uh, grandmother was right. Leaving three months. What's your God story? Don't put it off any longer. Take a piece of paper. No one's going to agree. No one's going to look over shoulder. There's no wrong answers. What's your God story? You might surprise yourself. God is in the business of surprising. Transformation takes breakthroughs. Proverbs 22, verse 1 says, uh, A good name is more desirable than great riches. That's what Ruth was. She had a good reputation. She was faithful and she was blessed. Final thought is, is this uh, influence changes perspective. Influence changes perspective. 
I think the stories you heard are some of the verses that were shared today. Uh, Bella has had his influence. And he told his workers, now I'm sure you don't need the entire field in these areas, and, and when Ruth comes along, she'll find things to pick up. So Boaz influenced the workers and Ruth because of that. Ruth influenced Naomi because she was faithful in her obedience, and in those two, the situation changed. picture here is, uh, you know, I had the privilege of helping influence these two gentlemen. They're going to be uh, pastors in the Korean churches here in the States. And uh, the ladies on my left, she's a, a deacon at the Amsterdam Methodist Church, and she's over, over prayer and care at uh, through the church, just as Jim Wayne's here. Uh, so those persons have influenced me. I've also influenced them. And because of my influence on this gentleman, they influence people I could ever begin to talk to, have a conversation with, or connect to. So the question for us is, what can you do specifically to help those in need in the community with your influence? Harvest is wonderful, but the workers are few. I ask the Lord for harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest. So, the question in front of us is at the bottom of your hand out there. Do you take one of these, all three of these? How are you going to respond to God today? One is you could I send, I send an email, uh, uh, an email text, I think you know, to a person who has diligent work in the Trinity ministry. That, help grow God's kingdom. Two, I'm willing to write my own God story using the faith-sharing outline. Or in three, I will seek to help someone with my influence in a in need in our community this week. You can choose one of those three and be a part of the transformation God has before us. So let's pray. Jesus, we're here before you asking that your spirit of love just uh, propel us to go to those places that we might find a fear of love. Maybe the cliffs. While we see the story of our lives, it seems like it's one big cliffhanger. We don't know what the end would be like. But God, we're here before you asking that you may stir us, that we may set aside the glass slipper and put on the word food, that we may set aside the fairy tale thoughts and and begin to, to create a fake story for ourselves, put our trust in you. God, make this be a part of us and part of our lives. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.